0: Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today, I am here with my main man, my co-host, my brother from another mother, Kajat. How's it going?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: I'm very good. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I'm I'm in an amazing mood. I am ecstatic over the moon. It's good to be here with you, buddy. It really is.
1: Just like con- I'm, just gotta say, just the I'm good. Go on. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, not
1: me like at all. That was me when we started this podcast together, but not anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Hotshot's day job is just like daytime job is just killing him, and like he's slowly just becoming more robotic. It's okay. Today the topic is we are rehashing the epic topic Hotshot and I did the first time in episode 16. It's episode 59. We're rehashing it. Anime? What Hotshot? Anime Heroes 2.0. Baby, so Hotcha and I we're doing another list podcast. I got five heroes. He's got five heroes. We have backups because we never know. This this is uh, unpredictable. We never know what's gonna happen. So brand new episode of anime Podcaster for you guys. Buckle up. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna go over all ten heroes here and talk about the greatest anime heroes in our opinions two So maybe the second greatest. Uh, also, I was quick note: say, just...
1: the the greatest heroes of all time that we're doing for the second time.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, before we get into the actual picks, I want to go over like what went into our like uh, lists. Um, all and right. before, uh, before all of that though, I want one quick housekeeping note, just so everyone knows. Uh, next week, so you're probably listening to this. Uh, from the 23rd to the 30th, uh, I will be out of town, therefore there will be no uploads on the channel, so no content for the last week of June. Just so you Yay, know, I'll I will be have back. A
1: week's vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, a whole week with me not sending you messages like, oh, we got to record this. Oh, we got to podcast this. Oh, we got to produce this. Oh, I need a thumbnail for this. None of uh, that. I'm
1: going to enjoy every second of this break. Uh,
0: all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't take it too far, though. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, just so you guys know. All right, Hotshot, what went into your picks? Like, when you were crafting these five anime heroes, what went into you selecting
1: them? What, were you, so, what was your criteria you, here? So usually when I say hero, when I think hero, I think like saving the world or saving like basically anything, that kind of thing. But really uh, what went into this one is, granted, there are still quite a few on my list that do do that. It's mainly just the protagonist, like the story of the one that we follow, just the lead character in his or her uh side characters teammates like that kind of thing basically if they're the lead of the show like they're they're the focus they're the one who's like who we're rooting for and everything else that's who i'm trying to focus
0: on right on i really really like that you approach it that way uh for myself i really went with uh I had I had two rules here. I I I did this first rule. I did not want to select two characters from the same anime. I wanted to uh, spread out my selections, and I also did not want to put uh, select a single main character because everyone knows Goku's a hero. Everyone knows Saitama's a hero. You know what I mean? Like I'm not picking a main character because it's obvious, right? Right. So what I went for here is something that's more like I'd say the the characters that aren't. Uh, as looked into as as, poss- uh, as much. They're, they're kind of overlooked. They're still very heroic. They have heroic traits, but they're not as looked into. Uh, and quickly as well, uh, the first podcast we did this, did this uh, I picked, uh, some of my picks so just to list them up. I had Saitama. I had Mob from Mob Psycho like 100. I had 9 and 12. Uh, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. I know you picked L. I know you picked L for, for one of them. I did and pick Natsu. L. yeah And Natsu.
1: Well, I mean, Natsu's, Natsu's just a given. Natsu is a hero.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So those are some of the characters that will not be reappearing because they were previously picked. So, Hotshot, I'm going to let Unless you Unless I
1: completely forgot about him and then, which case, didn't say, uh, actually, you used him already, so go again, you fuck.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that'll be the case. Even if you did, like, I'm not going to remember all of them. Um, no, I know. So, I'm, I'm not going to either. Yeah, so, Hotshot, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? Do we know who went first last time? Um... I think it was me. All right, so I'll go first on this one. All right, go ahead.
1: All right, so for my first pick, taking up the number five spot, I'm picking the hero of Darling in the Franks, Hero. His name is right. literally Hero. <laughs> hero from Darling in the Franks. Get into it. Have you uh, have you heard of this one, Jane? I've heard of the anime.
0: I have not watched it.
1: So uh, Darling in the Franks is, uh, when you get down to it, it's, Basically a society controlled by uh, what they literally call adults and children are basically bred and programmed like robots in kind of a way to basically just grow up into teenagers and protect the adults from these monsters patrolling outside called Galactosaurs. And where Hero comes in, he and his squad are in one of these platoons that, uh, Guard against the Galactosaurs. And the way they do this is they hop in a giant mech called a Franks. But the Franks takes a pair of of two people. It takes one male, one female to control it. And throughout his training hero showed great promise he showed great potential into being a pilot but then all of a sudden for reasons unknown until you get further into the show he just completely collapses it just his scores go down he doesn't pilot well anything like that until and this character I can guarantee that you have seen uh, float around Jane zero two the girl with the pink hair and horns. That ring oh, a bell.
0: Yeah, that definitely I've seen that on my Twitter feed a bunch of times.
1: That's this is where she's from and uh, she's his partner. So once okay. they get partnered up into the same franks, then he's able to pilot uh, pilot again and actually fight against the uh
0: Okay, I see. I see. Um, I asked you a a, a good question about uh, about uh, about hero. Uh, so you said like he he had a bit of a failure. He had a bit of a he didn't pilot properly uh, when when the situation was on. He did not perform to his the fullest. Uh, how much of that goes into him being heroic? Like where he's not, you know, heroes are so uh, are supposed to be like the the straight A's, always rescue, always be the, the best you can be. But obviously, so, so humans, when he when.
1: So when he started his training, he was exactly that. He was just the the perfect high score kid. Like, um, if you're, so they actually don't have names. They gave them, the children gave themselves names. The adults just call them by code numbers and the lower your number, the higher the uh, potential you have when piloting a Franks and his code number is 016. So it's 016 and they go way up there. Like I think the highest one I've seen is 900 something. So he is way, way, way up there in the potential for when he was actually doing his tests. But then until you get further into the show, for some reason... His scores just absolutely crumble and collapse, even when he's uh, shipped out with his team. He just doesn't pilot Franks, he just doesn't do anything. In fact, the first episode has him almost leave the team entirely because of this.
0: Okay, I see, I see. And what about uh, when it comes to his personality and who he is as a person? Like, strip down the, the occupation, because obviously being a hero is a hot occupation, but you need to have uh you know uh i would say a positive outlook is he like a joyful person is that is that something that represents him well he's not a joyful
1: person he's the one who actually asks questions about like why they're doing this like why um why are they the ones fighting for the adults like he's basically trying to understand the world the outside world outside of what they've been told from the adults and no one is telling him anything and he then goes on to investigate on his own and that's actually when he runs into Zero Two in the first place and then the two of them form this bond um over the anime that actually builds and builds and builds so basically Hero is nothing without Zero Two like riding his coattails but I'm picking Hero because he's actually the one who gets the ball rolling like there's got to be more uh more to life than what we're doing. So he basically takes up the leader role and takes on his entire team. Like basically don't give up. We got this. Uh, we should be asking questions like, do you guys ever wonder blah, blah, blah. He's the one who
0: actually provokes like thought into what's going on. I think the way I, I think a good word to describe him in the way that like what I've, I'm gathering from him, obviously like I've only seen pictures of this anime. Uh, I didn't even watch the trailer or anything. Um, it's hopeful a good word to describe him because I feel like that's a like with the failures, hopeful would be hopeful would probably be
1: his, his, uh, single word description. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Cause that's, that's what, uh, this, this character speaks to me is that definitely like, uh, having hope and uh, not, I know there's obviously this part of not giving up because he pursues his goal and that's a heroic thing to do, but definitely before that he's a hopeful individual. Yeah. And
1: he, like he is the, um, he is the brightest. He's the, like, most happy, most outgoing when he's going through the growing up stages before he's at that age to a pilot of Franks. And then something happens to him as he's growing up to completely diminish that. And then he has to build his hopeful side back up throughout the show that we see.
0: Okay, very, very, very interesting first pick. I was not expecting such a, uh, this one was kind of left field but I I, I came around to it. I, I, see, I see why you picked him.
1: I mean, a lot of my picks are going to be leaving you go like, wait, you picked who? <laughs> and why? I mean, and what are yeah, they from? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, is that everything you have to say? Can I go to my first pick myself? Yep. That's all I got on Hero. Go ahead. Hot shot. Honestly, I'm kind of rusty. We haven't done a list podcast in a while. I'm kind of like, what? What's going on right now?
1: Yeah, I know. And the last time we did, we had all the references in front of us. And I'm just like, you know what? I just give up. Just take the win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my first pick is from Attack on Titan. You so,
1: better fucking not.
0: I'm not. I'm not. Relax. Okay, cool. Who? T- name me a very heroic individual that is not Eren. I'm not picking any main characters in Attack on Titan.
1: Shit. I, I think I know who you're even going for, but I can't remember his name. What, what does he look like? He's the one or who took He's the
0: one who took Mikasa and Eren. No, 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 no. I, not him? I mean, no. It, it is within the Scouts. I, I'm picking his leader. I'm picking Erwin. Captain Erwin. From, the, uh, from Attack on Titan. The leader of the scouts. Does this r- ring any bell to you, Hotshot?
1: No, yeah, I know, I, know, I know Aaron. I know Aaron. No, Erwin. Erwin, Erwin. I know Erwin. Okay, we have okay. Armin, we have Aaron, we have Erwin. Pick a fucking name.
0: Okay, I picked Erwin. I'm picking Erwin. <laughs> okay,
1: I know you picked the blonde guy.
0: <laughs> That's all you know? Okay, let's I'm go with that. <laughs>
1: you, okay, let me rephrase. You picked the blonde guy that is a whiny little bitch. <laughs> all right.
0: Needing Armin. Go ahead. You're such in a bad mood after that. All right. So, Erwin is the leader of the Survey Corps, like as I said, uh, of the uh, Scout Regiment. So, he is absolutely the, the foundation of the Scouts. Season one, he blew me away with his tactics, his techniques, how calculating he is, and he really put himself... He he always put the 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 mission before him. He whatever needs to be accomplished, Erwin does anything he can to be able to win and to be able to be successful. When Annie is in the forest, okay, as the as the the, the Titan, he he does this incredible plan where Le- the Levi squad is currently being chased by Annie, right? And, uh, and everyone in the Levi squad is, is freaking out. They're like, Captain Levi, the Titan's right behind us. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I, Captain Levi is like, keep going, keep going. Trust in Irwin. Trust in Irwin. Irwin has a plan. And boom. Annie shows up and she gets shot by all these metal strings that Erwin had placed a trap to lock her in place and be able to capture her. Obviously the plan didn't go through exactly, but there was always something that Erwin planned out to make it happen. Uh, Another thing I really appreciate uh, from Erwin is how... Serious EM and the future, he's always looking to the future. He always has, you know, he's always able to determine which soldiers are the best for this situation. He really has all the, what am I, what's the word here? He has the mindset to be able to really be able to have the best outcome for the scouts so as a leader for the scouts and as a huge reason why humanity was able to fight back the Titans I have to pick Erwin like he's the type of character where, when you look at Attack on Titan you kind of forget about him because he's he's not you know he's not in the trio he's not Captain Levi which everyone loves Captain Levi but if you look behind Levi Erwin is Maybe not as good, but just almost as good as Levi, who's absolutely epic. Are you understanding where I'm coming from here, Hotshot? I'm
1: understanding. I mean, like, even the main characters, be it, um, uh, be it Errant. Aaron and Mikasa and everyone all of them need a leader in order to be where they are in the first place Erwin shows that they still have so much more to grow like since he's been doing this for years he's been doing this for god knows how long and he can actually lead everyone and he's one of the only people that Levi of all people trusts
0: absolutely absolutely no definitely definitely uh hot shot we're good can Can I get it we're good yeah yeah of course can I okay I really want to I want to go more into why he's a hero, but that would require me to talk about the current season of Attack on Titan. Do you not want to talk about it? I, if you don't want to, I, I won't spoil anything. Okay, or is it okay? I, want, I, I won't talk about it if you don't want to. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to block you out on this one. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'll just say this. There's no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Season 3, Part 2, you know why. If you're watching right now, you know why Irwin's a is a hero. The Erwin is... The, what he does in that season is... Very heroic, and so I'll, I'll, that's all I'll say on that. Um, so finally, another thing I want to say about Erwin is uh, as a he, he, he is a, he is a leader, but before that, as well, he taught the scouts. Like, when when the scouts are, are formed, right, in the first season of Attack on Titan, where you have John, you have Armin, you have uh, Bertolt, you have all of these characters joining the scouts, Erwin teaches all of those scouts how to become a a scout and how to be strategic and how to plan for you, Hotshot, is that important for a hero to be able to be a good teacher is that or is that are those two things separate for you?
1: I feel like a good hero can be a good teacher, but at the same time, the heroes that speak closest to my heart are the ones who are actually being taught and become the hero okay fair enough fair enough so like mentor uh, mentor and hero to me is a different role, but I can completely understand like the mentor having heroic moments or hero days or anything like that.
0: Okay. Uh and from what you've seen of Attack on Titan, what would you say is the most like heroic part of Erwin? Like what is it about him that or do you disagree? Do you think he's not a hero like anything? I think um with him actually being able
1: to or so obviously as a soldier he wants to get the mission done. Like the mission comes first and foremost, right? Yeah, but yeah. when but when it came to the um capturing the female Titan, he was still showing like remorse for his comrades. he still wanted to get as many of them out alive as he could and even warned Levi about going out after the female Titan clear head. Like, you you got to think about this. If you go out there, you're going to die, yada, yada, yada. So, basically, like, having that perfect balance between getting the job done but not becoming a total monster because
0: of it. 100%. 100%. I I really, like, I, it, it uh, how could I say this? Obviously, Attack of Titan is on three seasons right now. Obviously, four if you can't because season three is part one, part two. Uh, I'm only talking about, like, what I've brought up so far is season one, um, uh, Erwin and what he's done and what he's uh, what he's accomplished. Uh, just understand there's like two, three full more seasons that like of stuff that this guy has done that is heroic. Um, there's way more that I'm not getting into right now that is crazy heroic that he's done. So I just want to... I just want to show you that at the top of it. Like just know that there is a fountain of reasons why this this one is... I had to pick him. So yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, uh, hot Hotshot, uh, uh, unless you have anything else to add, please go to your next pick.
1: I got nothing else on this one, so I'll go over to my number four. So, Jaden, this is from a show that you've heard of as well as me. Oh, my God. Go ahead. The show is one that we've both seen fairly recently. It's a one show that man? we've...
0: Huh? One
1: Punch? It actually is One Punch, yeah. But the- it's not oh si- It's not Saitama and it's not Genos. Oh, my God. Who is it? Mooman Rider.
0: Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm serious. That is a fantastic pick. (laughs) I'm not being sarcastic.
1: Not being sarcastic? Do you actually like that pick?
0: I think you have picked... I mean, I'm not going to get into your reasons why, but I think there is... I'll explain why I think it's a fantastic pick. Go ahead. So I'm
1: picking uh, Moomin Rider. If you guys don't know him, he is literally the backgroundest of background characters and heroes in one punch man he is always the one that's just on a bike he is just a normal dude honestly if you took one look at him you'd think he's just a pizza delivery guy but He just charges into these fights that metahumans and superpowered and everything else would have an immense amount of trouble dealing with. And this guy is just, all he has is his bike and his guts. That's it. Nothing else. And yeah, every now and again, he does. I mean, every now and again, meaning every single time he fights, he gets absolutely annihilated, but he still keeps fighting. He still goes out and still keeps up the good fight. Um, the one that pops in my mind the most is against the Sea King where he's giving Saitama a ride, goes over and tries taking him uh, tries taking him on and is just immediately brushed aside. But he knew he was going to and he still stood up. He still got back up trying to fight to protect everyone that was in the dome. He wanted to be a hero. He wanted to stand up and fight
0: for what was right. Absolutely. I actually have a quote right here. I'm looking at his uh, wiki page. Ex- directly the Deep Sea King. It doesn't matter if I stand a chance or not. I have to fight you here and now. I mean, does that not encapsulate who he is? It encapsulates
1: who he is and, in my eyes, encapsulates being a hero in general.
0: Definitely, definitely. Uh, for myself, Moomin Rider, what he possesses is heart. Pure heart. And pure justice, and from just a definitive, like what is a hero? What does a hero represent? Like not physically, but more like emotionally, personally, uh, mentally. Movement writer, like just. Like just checks all the boxes here. He is a great, ro- he's a great, great, great hero for that reason. Obviously, physically, he's a complete joke. He he's not a abil- He's not a- able to do much. Like uh, I just remember, like what hey, one of his moves is justice tackle, and uh, what what does he do? Uh, he just tackles uh, someone. Okay, his next move is justice punch. What is that? He, he he punches you. All right, cool. Justice kick. What what is that, hot chat? What is justice kick? He flicks you in the nose, right? No, it's a kick. come
1: on it could be the other thing
0: no justice kick is a kick (laughs) i I set that up for you so easily too
1: that's why i avoided it you set it up and i just walked
0: around Uh, that's what i do i know i i dislike you very much but i also love you all right
1: (laughs) it Um, must um, be loved
0: I, I really enjoyed a uh, Moomin Rider and One Punch Man, and I really think that what he does and what he tries to accomplish, like I think I think the one thing here is like he tries, he tries, he doesn't succeed, but it's okay not to succeed when you're a hero because especially when in One Punch Man when you have like thousands of heroes, at least you tried, you went out of your way, you know. He he's very Krillin esque in the way that he does his things, where you know Krillin does he have a chance to the free- Frieza? No, still on Namek fighting. Does uh, Moomin Rider have a chance to defeat Deep Sea King? Not really. Still riding his bike to try to knock him over. So if I'm
1: being completely honest, Moomin Rider, when he first showed up in his first couple episodes, I thought he was just a big wimp. I thought he was just like, there is a joke character There is just like, I can do it. No, I can't. Like that kind of character. But then when I saw him go up against the Sea King and w- when I saw his his passion, his heart, his drive, I'm
0: like, oh, shit. Now I feel bad about laughing at this guy. <laughs> no, no, definitely, definitely. I understand what you mean because at first he's such a joke, but then you he, he grows on you. He just, like, naturally grows on you. Yeah, it's not just like, uh, oh,
1: he's the hero, so I should be rooting on him. It's the what the fuck is this guy doing here? (laughs) Oh, definitely. And then the more, like, hero ability and hero drive you see from him, you're like, oh, God, Moonman Rider, awesome! (laughs) Like, you actually get excited that he's there. You get not relieved, but you're like, yeah!
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I... I Season 2 Moomin Rider is amazing as well. I wish you had seen these seasons, Hossot, because there's, like, I feel like when we get to know, especially a character like Moomin Rider, who's not, like, who's very much secondary in his uh, way of being presented to the audience, he has other uh, key moments in Season 2, which uh, I appreciate him for. And uh, when in Season 1, you really get to get the general idea of who he is. But with Season 2, you really go more into depth uh, on his character arc and how, how he forms himself and... His beliefs and his values are even all these things are just even just more deeply discussed And I really really appreciate that and plus I think one another thing uh, Saitama is a character that you know, he's very bored and all of his opponents. He's always like uh, You suck you're the worst you, you, you know what I mean because he just defeats them in one punch. Do you, you yeah. see what I'm saying here? Okay, yeah when Moomin Rider shows up to like fight Deep Sea King And just, you know, it doesn't make it happen. Saitama shows up right after, and he's like, good job, man. Nice try. And he he gets Saitama's respect in that sense, which is something I definitely, like, noted when I watched the the season. Uh, Did you notice that moment? I did, yeah, and I
1: did. Especially, I mean, for one, Moomin Rider gave Saitama a ride to where it was going on in the first place, too. So there's that. But just the mutual respect of one being a hero for fun and the other being a hero because that's what they believe in. But for those two to show to share a connection and share respect for each other, it
0: it resonates with you. Absolutely, I mean the C class is a beautiful place because of Moomin Rider. That's all I say. <laughs> all right, that's how, that's everything I had to say about Moomin Rider. Uh, yeah, that's
1: uh, everything I got on too.
0: Alright, alright. I I don't know where to go. I have so many picks. I have like four picks I can decide. I don't know where to go. By the way, I'm not doing this in a top five thing. I'm just kind of picking randomly.
1: No, I know. That's kind of what I'm doing. We never do this in order, by the way, guys. It's just five that we really want to talk about. Whenever we do <laughs> a list, that's just always what it
0: is. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I did mention him, so I think this would be a good moment to just kind of get into him. Growing. Uh, yep, 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 yeah, buddy. Hey, that just shows I pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get on you, get on you. Krillin is my next pick, my second pick as uh, greatest anime hero. Uh, I think Krillin is a great, great, great uh, hero. He's absolutely amazing. Um, from the get-go, he's alongside Goku. Like, from the get-go, who trains with uh, uh, Master Roshi? Goku and Krillin. Krillin uh, quickly develops a bond with Goku as his best friend and very much a a heroic figure in the anime because he's obviously not the strongest, but he's always trying and he's always there just being a helping hand for the Z fighters. And I know that, you know, obviously like in the Saiyan Saga, is Krillin going to make much of a difference? Well, he kind of did because he managed to shoot Vegeta with the Spirit Bomb uh, when it was reflected by, back from Gohan. He was there, and he's just very, very helpful. And he, I just really enjoyed the way he 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 conducted himself. Um, I found him to be like at the beginning he was very like jealous and selfish, and he didn't like uh he didn't like respect anything that Roshi was throwing at him. He was very like evasive with that kind of stuff, but. Uh, more and more as the anime went on, like you saw this compassion and this camaraderie between him and the other uh, Z Fighters develop, especially with Goku. Their friendship is one of the greatest in all of anime. I really enjoyed it. A uh, specific moment when he dies on Namek and he be- and Goku becomes Super Saiyan. That was a powerful moment. Uh, you, let I, I, let's just fact check here. Like seriously, Krillin and Dragon Ball Z. Does he stand a chance against the Saiyans? No. He's, he was still out there. He went... Then, next arc. He's on Namek. He's there and he's trying his best to help out gathering Dragon Balls. You know, he does he have a, much of a chance? No, but he's still like trying and he gets his potential unlocked and he's always there like just giving his all. And in the Cell Saga, you know, uh, he tried... I mean he totally screws up the... the uh, the remote thing with 18, obviously because he has, like, feelings for 18. That's one thing I just kind of went like, oh my god, you're yeah, not I'm thinking with, you. with but your brain.
1: One one thing he does do is throw a destructive disc at Cell, and he actually hits, but the, it does nothing.
0: No, 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 Perfect Cell's not gonna, that's not, there's nothing happening
1: there. Um, no, but at and the then, same uh, time, like, just, like, Krillin kind of knows that it won't do anything, but he still uses it. He still tries to get it over and done with.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I really found him to be very resourceful as well, and his nature—he's like he becomes like very good-natured as uh, as well with his like behavior. Um, resourceful in the sense that he's always there and he's always trying new tactics. Uh, example: Dragon Ball Super. We're picking ten fighters for the tournament of power, and it's Goku versus Krillin. Does Krillin stand a chance to knock Goku out? No, but what does Krillin do? Krillin does this technique where he launches multiple destructo disks, okay? And Goku and Krillin are on this platform, right? And this pla- and then one of the destructo disks goes under the platform and slices a circle right under Goku, almost putting Goku out of bounds. Flash forward, Fast forward to the Tournament of Power, that exact technique Goku uses on Jiren and almost knocks over Jiren. Knocks Jiren out. The God-level destruction character. So, I mean, once again, he was really, really, really useful. I mean, I I can't excuse his horrible performance in the Tournament of Power. He's the first eliminated. In the first, like, five minutes of the Tournament, he gets eliminated. Well, I it mean, so seeing, seeing who
1: Krillin is up against, like... Like, don't get me wrong, I haven't seen the Tournament of Power. I don't know, like, everyone in it or, like, their power set or anything. But still, having something called the Tournament of Power and then giving uh, Krillin's track record, yeah, he's there. He shows a lot of heart. But when it comes to actually winning, I'm just going to leave it there because that's really all I can leave it at.
0: No, it's the way he goes out, though. He He's there, he knocks someone out. He's like, oh, he's on the edge of the stage. Oh, look at me. I'm so awesome. An enemy shows up, knocks him out, bounces out of there he he let his guard down and what that was what like oh I was come on krillin we gotta seen you do something but no um another epic Krillin moment him attacking all the Simon man all right I, I'm gonna go for uh, I'm gonna go and talk for hours if you don't cut me off here what do you think about krillin hotshot
1: krillin is honestly my third favorite uh my third favorite dragon Ball character damn like third just favorite. just in general he is he is way up there. The only two that uh that top him out are actually trunks future trunks and Goku really but uh, what about him as a hero that's what I'm, more of what I'm trying to get at for krillin I mean it's kind of the yeah. same thing that we just went as a uh, as rider it's just he's always there even if he knows that he's not gonna stand that much of a chance, he trains like hell for, uh, with the rest of the guys, he does everything in his power to do everything, to do everything, he almost kills Vegeta if Goku hadn't stopped him, and he just, he shows a lot of heart, he's there, he's there for when things get tough, he was the trigger for Super Saiyan because of his friendship with Goku, it's, it's kind of hard not to call this guy a hero. Like, yeah, he may not win. Like go, that's Goku's front. But honestly, if, Cro- if Goku didn't have Krillin from the get go, then I don't think go, uh, Goku would be where he is as like as strong or as heroic.
0: A hundred percent agree. Uh, I think that's enough uh, talking about Krillin here. Uh, let's go to your next. Yeah. One, because
1: guys. if you, if you keep going, you're gonna, you're going to go forever.
0: <laughs>
1: so go ahead. So, um, if you remember, and I'm speaking to you specifically here, Jaden, if you remember our last, uh, hero list, you put a couple of terrorists on that list.
0: Yeah, 9 and 12, Zenkino Terror. Um, so, honestly,
1: yeah, 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 go ahead. No, so, what were you gonna say? I kinda want you to finish that.
0: I was just, like, like, giant for the future, like, obviously, I just think, like, I just used that opportunity to, like, mention Zenkino Terror, because I just wanted to talk about it, <laughs> uh, it was, you're like, yeah, just... Go on. So the uh, so my next pick
1: is actually a terrorist of her own right. So it's nowhere near what uh, what nine and twelve do. It's nowhere near like destro- uh, destroying buildings or anything like that. I am picking Ayame Kaijo from Shinometa, otherwise known as a uh, boring concept in a world where dirty jokes don't exist. Okay, okay. I yeah, I've actually heard about this. Okay. And I'm probably mispronouncing the actual name 100%. But uh, basically, the show is just... uh, So, it starts off with banning everything, like, even remotely lewd. So, it bans uh, dirty magazines, videos. Um, Basically, your heart rate is always monitored, like, if you get aroused or anything like that. It's just completely out the window. Just gone. Just, it doesn't exist. And as a result, it makes for a thriving community like when it comes to like economics and yada 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 but it's also really funny to hear the characters just say he put touched me in my booty place and this is coming from like a high school girl or something like that so uh what Ayame does is under the guise of her uh terrorist persona named Blue Snow she literally filters or throws like dirty uh dirty cards around so like uh, porn cards or magazines like stashing them around the schools for wherever she is and then basically just tries to get the word out like hey guys this is sex it's natural to have these uh these feelings it's natural to want to make these dirty jokes and she actually has a device where she opens it she can open her mouth as dirty as she wants it to be and just say everything coming out of this girl's mouth And it's just, she's just fighting for the human right, just for like the right to be dirty if you want to, or the right to be like what she believes to be normal. Just, it's normal to have these, have these attractions. It's normal to have these desires or think this way. She just absolutely loves dirty jokes and loves everything sexual when it comes down to it. And she just wants the world to actually be able to be free to experience them.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna be completely straight. I am confused as to what is heroic about this character. Um, I just feel like it. I, I'm I'm confused, Ajat. That's I don't know how to. I don't. I'm trying to understand this. You're, confu- you're
1: confused. You're confused as to you're confused as to why I'm picking her on on a hero list.
0: Yeah, I'm confused as to why she's like why is she considered a hero. Like, let's start like bit by bit here, so I can understand.
1: I'm considering her to be hero because in a world where well in a world where dirty jokes don't exist like basically everyone has been taken away from that right like to the point to where they don't even know what sex is or like how uh procreation works or anything like that it gets to the point where the people who actually com- uh control these rules get to the point of just putting chastity belts on everyone and just basically like we want absolutely nothing filthy, absolutely nothing um, to do with that uh, with that way of life. So, basically, you don't have any choice but to put these on and go on with your everyday lives. Like, basically, like, these rules just getting over and out there and just, like, constant oppression to human rights and everything. She stands up for what she believes is right. She stands up for... Like, if you want to have dirty jokes, have dirty jokes. We have that right. We have that control. But there's also another terrorist group that comes in that takes things way out of proportion. Like, where they actually busjack, they actually hold guns, they actually... Like, they are terrorists when it, uh, when you get down to it. And she still plays the downplay, like, there's a right way to do this, and there's a wrong way to do this. We want to show the people that there is pleasure to be had, there is good to be had in these dirty, impure thoughts. There is a good side to this. There is also whatever the fuck these guys are doing over here. She has that middle ground. Like, she's not—she's not as a—she po- just wants freedom, honestly, to have— to be able to have that, and she fights for it with her with her team.
0: She's a hero because she stands up for what she believes in? And that, that's, like, the, the nucleus as, as to why she's a hero?
1: Even with all the oppression and everything that she suffered. Like, she even gets to the point where almost all of the school and everyone else turns against them. Like, yeah, we have the... She's basically more of a freedom fighter okay, than Okay, I don't...
0: I don't necessarily agree that it's heroic, but once again, the definition of hero varies between the two of us, so I respect the decision regardless. That's where I stand with it. Okay, she'll so still be on my list, so that's fine. She's a
1: hero in my eyes, but then but then again, this is also coming from the one between the two of us who loves dirty humor and who loves like more yeah, exactly, dirty exactly. side of things. So
0: I totally, I, your pick is your pick, man. All right, uh, I have nothing else to add. Uh, can I go to my next pick? Alright, so...
1: Yeah, go for it. And yes, this is your third, third, right?
0: I am picking... Alright. You know what? I, I, I'm i going against my own rule here. I, I wanted to pick Genos, but I, I'm going to break a rule here. I'm, I'm going to pick a main character from another show. I'm picking from Seven Deadly Sins. I'm picking Meliodas. Why did Are you, you steal my pick? Oh, no, man. I'm good, completely good. kidding. I think, I think Meliodas is a good replacement <laughs> to Genos. Much more heroic. Uh, obviously, much more re- heroic in the sense of like being the main protagonist. Um... Meliodis is one of my favorite characters in anime. He is just so oh my god! Th- th- this guy, this guy is crazy. I mean, I love, I love like uh, how f- like if there's one thing a hero needs, it's like f- to have no fears. Meliodis does not know. What- a tragic yeah, yeah. backstory and a tragic, yeah, of course. But Meliodas <laughs> does not know what the word fear means. As the leader of the Seven Deadly Sins, he is absolutely an amazing captain. He's looking out for them. He's a great fighter. He really is able to pack a punch. That whenever Meliodas shows up on screen, I I know it's going to be a great fight. And I really love all of the uh, all of his actions in, in battle. He's really really powerful. And I just this is more of me geeking out about anything like. He's just such a strong character. I mean, you've seen Melior in action. You know what I'm talking about, Hotshot?
1: Yeah, I do. And I have seen the first the first season of Seven Deadly Sins. Unfortunately, I haven't seen past that. But even even just that, he cares for his team. He's there trying to prove their name right. He especially when Elizabeth goes missing, he goes fucking berserk just trying to find her and get her back. And then just trying to unco- um, uncover the history behind their name and just basically clearing their name, making sure they're not the ones who did anything wrong and yada, yada, yada. The list with this guy is endless with how much heroic he does. I mean, specifically when it does come to Elizabeth, that's honestly me when his most heroic side does come out, but throughout the entire, uh, his entire team, He is uh, like you, like you said, a hell of a captain. I really think you hit hit the
0: nail on the head when you said uh, he's very heroic when it comes to Elizabeth. Because uh, if there's one thing he cares about, it's it's that girl. Elizabeth means a lot to Meliodas, and they obviously have a very uh, romantic and uh, you know flirty relationship between the two of them. Um, And I just really enjoy. um, So he's the sin of wrath. But still, like, Wrath is is not something that you would uh, look at Meliodas when he's just being himself and describe him with. Uh, when you see him in battle, Wrath is a perfect role. But he has this facade of calmness that really suits him well. Because he has this thing where, you know, when he's uh, not going to battle, he's just being himself. He's just kind of there. He's very calm, and I like that. But when it comes to packing a punch, it's a complete 180. And also, like, I'm going to go out there. Like, I think Full Counter is, like, one of the, like, it's, like, one of the simplest, but one of the best, like, anime abilities ever with
1: it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna completely agree with you on that and don't even get me started on his demon side oh, on his demon power I,
0: i'm gonna get you started what do you think about that demon power
1: bro i fucking love that power but here's here's my only problem with it when it's activated he's no longer a hero that it, it's just gone he's just completely blank and only knows destruction but that power for him to have, again, I've gotten to the point where like he hasn't been able to harness it. So he could have since I've watched it. But if he has gotten to that point, that kind of power for a hero to have, fuck anything. It's his berserk his boat, actually yeah essentially but I still I just call it demon mode because you look at him you just see the cold dead eyes oh, of a demon definitely
0: definitely and uh, like I, I've watched all the seasons and, and I'm caught up and like he like once again I'm only talking season one here there is so much more stuff he does in season two even though it's only four episodes and in season three which is like such so, just so good so Meliodas is an example as to what a good leader is because he really is able to organize the sins and gather them. like he's the, the, the seven since have not talking to each other in years and sorry years and years, and he's able to like recruit them one at a time and really put uh, them back together. I really, really love that. Um, and he is adventurous. He's action packed. He's everything that like uh uh like Moomin Rider has the attitude of a of a uh, of a hero and everything, and the mental capacity of a hero. Uh, Mel Eros has like the physical aspect nailed down like to a science. He really does, though. I mean.
1: Just the fact that he's there, he knows what right and wrong is. He knows what he needs to do and what he, uh, how he needs to do it. He just hears from Elizabeth, "I'm looking for the seven deadly sins." Like, all right, let's go get them. Wait, what? Yeah, I got nothing him. better to <laughs> do. Just, and that's really just all it is. Just. Just this constant carefree
0: attitude, but this carefree attitude that doesn't get to the point of him doing it. Exactly, something exactly. Wrong. So, for those reasons, I, I, I think uh, Meliodas is worthy enough to be mentioned on the podcast. I will say that is a. Yeah, hell yeah of definitely. A pick Better for than you. Genos, right? Better
1: than Genos, yeah. On I love Genos, but I love yeah, Meliodas exactly. a hell totally of a lot. Totally not being more. biased, guys.
0: Alright, uh, that's all I had to say on Meliodas, honestly, because the more, the other stuff I wanted to say is like season 2 and season 3 stuff, so that's all I'll, ha- I'll have to say.
1: Alright, and yeah, I got nothing more on uh, Meliodas either, so yes, is it my turn pick. for the next pick? My number 4 pick is Kiyoshi from Prison School, the main protagonist in... The group of guys that get arrested in prison school, Kiyoshi. Okay, so why are you picking Kiyoshi? I never heard of this. I actually never heard of this uh, anime. <laughs> so I'm picking Kiyoshi because, so if you guys don't know what prison school is, it starts with this all-girls uh, all school, and for the first time ever, they accept four or five uh, male students to attend this school, and they're the only guys in the school. It's just them. And on day one, everything seems perfectly fine until the guys that night decide to do a little bit of, you know, boy debauchery. They decide to try go peeking. And as a result, the uh, council of their school have them thrown into the school prison. And that's really all it is. It's just them trying to survive a prison school yard with like high school happening in the background with the student council completely wrecking their shit. So the reason why I'm picking Kiyo- uh, Kiyoshi, though... Is because after his first escape or his first escape attempt, he comes around, tries to bring the guys together, holds them together. Even when all hope seems lost, he throws out everything. Just everything to try to hold them together. Everything to try and fight, figure out a way out. Everything to turn the tables on the student council that threw him in there in the first place. He he is the glue that holds this group together. If not for him, they would have ripped into each other a thousand times. There was one sequence where one guy in his uh, in his jailmates gets to the point where he almost shanks somebody. And he jumps in the way to prevent the shanking from happening. So he gets stabbed himself. I'm not going to tell you where he gets stabbed because it's hilarious and horrible. But I think you just give it away. <laughs> he gets stabbed in No, it's not where you think it is. So he gets stabbed, and as a result, he keeps his uh, prison mate from actually going to real prison as as a result. And he just holds everyone together. He holds everyone accountable. Even when someone makes the same mistake he did, even when he got chewed out for it, he doesn't chew them out. He, He brings them in. He's like, we're all in this together, guys. We need to stay together in this. And even with all that, he still manages to... He doesn't do all this with a smile, mind you, because keep in mind, he is still in prison, but he manages to hold his group together. He manages to stay strong, and he manages to fight back.
0: Okay, so he's sounding, like, very leader-esque. He's sounding... He is sounding rebellious, though, which I don't think is a hero... Well, it can be, but it's not as heroic. Uh, I... He's... Okay, so it's rebellious, but is it rebellious
1: if you're the ones who were being tricked and do, into doing wrong in the first place? Like, where you're trying to prove your innocence, like, you're the one who's trying to save yourselves and expose the actual
0: threat. I mean, it's all a question of perspective. Is he in the right? I haven't seen the anime. Is he in the right? Is the school in the right? We don't know. I don't know, at least, because I haven't seen the anime. But... If he's being rebellious to be heroic, it can work. I'm just saying that, like, if he's being rebellious because, oh, this is what I think is right. This is, like, this is the right thing. But, like, what you think is right might not be the right thing in general. Obviously, we're talking about anime, so it's not real life. I just think that rebellious is a trait that, like, is easily associated to him.
1: Trust me when I say who he stands up against is corrupted beyond all hell. And they make it very obvious when the guys get arrested. Like, the, the student council president makes it very obvious that I only threw them in there because they're boys. She makes okay, it so very obvious.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah. well, he's being rebellious for a good reason, if that is what is the—what's happening. Once again, haven't seen the enemy, I'll take your word for it. Um, though, I do want to say this. He gets thrown in prison, right? Okay, um yep. and he's able to operate and do all these crazy plans in prison, right? Okay. So this guy yep. performs very well under pressure in that case. That's what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, but it takes quite a bit of time in order for him to actually get any of these plans Still going.
0: has a good uh level head and rationale. It's what I'm like he if you're going to be like Getting into prison and figuring your way out and flipping the script on the bad guys as a hero—you're gonna have to have that rationale. Uh, uh, be good on the pressure. These are just things that Kiyoshi possesses. I will completely okay, okay, agree with so, that. Yes, uh, that's what I, I'm. Just like I'm. The thing is, when you when I, when Hotcha tells me this stuff and I haven't seen the anime, all I have to go off of is what he's telling me. So I I pick and choose like. The, I, I, I listen to what he says and I, I try to gather information based off of that, you know? So that's what I'm gathering from him. Uh, what's the most heroic thing he does throughout the entire anime? Is it just what he stands for? His actions? Probably the most heroic thing he does is they
1: only have a very short time to uh, throw in their final plan into effect. So he sacrifices something that you can never take back in order to give the guys enough time to work and he just throws himself because there's a there's a girl in the show after the first couple episodes who wants nothing more than just to come after him and him alone. He throws himself to the wolves to gives the guys the chance to work. And he just completely I've been avoiding this the entire time, but this is our only shot for um for our final chance of okay. escape or redemption or whatever you want to call it. Well, that's, and he just completely that's like, gives himself up. That's to a it.
0: whole new level of heroism, right?
1: Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, heroism is different than Definitely. sacrifice, but at the same time, they kind of go hand in hand at most times. Okay, so I'm gonna uh, say it was heroic for anime, them to do.
0: Um, Hotshot, I, I gotta say, I'm really happy. I've, this is amazing because, like, all these animes I've never heard of them before, and I want to watch all of them now. So th- this is what this is another reason why I love doing the podcast with you, seriously, because you're really putting yourself out there with these <laughs> new series, and you know, we're standing, we're stepping out of the shonen shadow and it's good. Alright, in that case uh, you have one more to go before my last
1: one and I know you haven't heard my last one because it's from a show that I brought up before but haven't really dived into. Okay, so
0: I know I I was talking about the Shonen Shadow but we're we're, we're going back into the Shonen Shadow for my next pick. God damn it, we just Uh, got out of there. But you see my friend, this pick is worthy. This pick is underestimated and this pick is one that you will never see coming even though it's from the big show. You already picked Krillin. No, 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 no. Kuronai, right? Kuronai from Naruto? Kurunai. and Asuma, right? right? Did you know what they did? They had a baby. And I'm picking Mirai Sarutobi. From Boruto because we really see her her growth in Boruto. It's the, the daughter of Asuma and Kuronai and she is, uh, she just finished, uh, as, as I'm recording this podcast we just finished an arc she was very heavily, heavily involved with where she was guarding the sixth, thus Kakashi and Gai-sensei on these trips to, to the hot springs. The whole, the whole uh, arc seemed very rock and palask, esque seemed foolish, why these old guys, blah, 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 but you really see her growth and you really see the punch she packs as a hero. She is so passionate, determined, and the, the, her father's death is this chip on her shoulder that she carries, and that she, she doesn't let it weigh her down, and she remembers these things that her father said, and that the, her father, um, the messages the beliefs he had, but the thing is Asumo died before she ever got to meet him, and we come to a point in, in, uh, in Boruto, do you remember who killed yeah, Asamo? Yeah, Hidon, and then Shikamaru uh, yeah, Hidon, yeah, 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 and exactly. then Shikamaru took
1: on the role as godfather for his kid, that was his passing wish. So, to him.
0: we have a bit of a Hidan uh, reunion, Asuma reunion here, because basically there's this myth that someone in the hot springs is able to uh, live uh, to, to connect within the the, the 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 afterlife and and let people from the living world talk to them. And this person is someone who uh, practices Jashin, the religion that um, the Lord, which. Uh, Hidan was under, right, um, Jashin, Jashin, he was also always talking about Jashin, and Mirai very quickly, is interesting because she wants to talk to her father, but very, very quickly realizes, that, like, this guy is a big joke, and th- this is not a real thing, and he's, he's the one who's uh, responsible for all these horrible things, and he puts, uh, he puts this, this individual back into her, his place very quickly, and I just feel like, she, as a shinobi, she is so powerful, and she, she is just so awesome and I'm just happy because it's like a lot of female characters in anime I feel like are dependent on the like the, the male protagonist but she just like she doesn't need no man she kicks butt by herself and she just is so strong and I'm very proud very proud to see a development like a physically super strong genjutsu awesome ninjutsu great taijutsu I, I just I can't get enough of this character hotshot. I love Mirai Sarutobi. He's just such a strong character, man.
1: Honestly, she sounds like it, but, it, I mean, look at who her parents are and look who, who brings her up, like, who her sensei is. It's kind of no wonder why she is, like, as strong and straightforward as she is. No,
0: definitely, definitely. I just... Oh, dude! Like she is just so worthy of being on this podcast, and I'm just so happy we have a character like her. Because honestly, the fact that Kuro and I was pregnant was like something we I've forgotten about. And like you know, it's I'm happy that like we prolonged into Borto because Mirai honestly, is honestly like, you still haven't Boruto, seen
1: like, any of yeah. Borto, so I honestly haven't even seen who she is or what she can do. No, I
0: understand, but I just I wanted to like bring her up. Uh, no, no, in, yeah, in the yeah the I completely. So, yeah, understand. that's all I had on the Mirai. Yeah, I got nothing. Awesome.
1: All right, so for my oh, last pick. Jaden, if you remember in the past couple podcasts, I've brought up an anime called Date Alive. Do you remember me talking about that? So I'm bringing up the main protagonist of that anime for, uh, for my hero list. So I'm picking Shido Itsuka from Datalive. And if you, and Jaden, I'm explaining it to you as well. Datalive is an anime where these horrible phenomena, known as spatial quakes happen all over the world, completely showing devastation and destruction everywhere they go. And the cause of all these spatial quakes are these beings called spirits, which are just, uh, so far, what it seems to be just female uh, female beings who appear from another world like not alien but like another dimensional realm like in a way right i mean I mean that part is still entirely unclear but basically the only way for these spirits to stop causing spatial quakes is for a them to be completely eradicated and destroyed i.e killed or What Shido and his team does, take them on dates and make them fall in love. So that is what he does. He saves these spirits. He saves, he stops spatial quakes. He does all this. He does this by taking the girls out onto dates and making them fall in love with him. So it is a harem anime. I will fully admit that, but... Whereas everyone else, whenever they see the spirits, whatever, the first thing they want to do is completely annihilate them, completely kill them, or study them, like bring them to back to an experimental lab and just like push their buttons until they, they're at the breaking point. And like basically just how can we harness this power for ourselves? Where Shido just wants to save the spirits and, ha- and let them live happy lives in our world where they are, just being comfortable in their lives.
0: okay. So he brings these spirits together, basically, and he's he's he found he creates a foundation and a, a happier life for for all of them. And he he, ha- he has a caretaker role almost. He has a character. Yeah, because when
1: so in order for him to steal their powers and for, in order for him to actually like make them so that they can live there, he has to make them fall in love with him. And then he has to kiss them in order to actually seal that bond between them. So now that they share that bond, it's one that can't really be broken. And he has to monitor and take care of the girls, like make sure they're doing all right, make sure they're happy in our world. Otherwise, the spirit power will come back and the AST will be forced to annihilate all of them. And they will stop at nothing to do this.
0: Wow, okay. I mean, this is this sounds like... a. Uh- confrontational. There's a lot of confrontation. There's a lot of, uh, that's the theme that's resonating with me.
1: Yeah. So it is confrontation. It's do you believe that Shido's the hero where he's there for the girls, saving the girls? Or do you believe the AST is in the right in eradicating the spirits and not worrying about them anymore, aside from new ones showing up? It's very confrontational. It's very option opinion. But you follow Shido. You see the girls. You follow their story. You get to know them. You get to basically experience who they become now that they're part of our world. And you want them to be safe. You want Shido to to be there with them. You want them to actually be part of our world and society and experience the world that we do.
0: I I really like the concept here. I I think like obviously like there's there's a harem harem themes here, but that's you know I mean it's, that's okay. That's like what you enjoy, and I respect that. Uh, at the same time, I feel like what he's doing here is like it's it's very delicate. Like, the, is he like does he ever make mistakes? Isn't that something that's like kind of you know what, you know what I mean? Like that's one. Th- he, he So, he doesn't
1: go into this alone. Hell, when he starts, he's just kind of forced into this role to save the spirits by an organization actually led by his little sister. Okay, yeah. Which I love. So, um, he's thrown into this situation because he has the power to steal the spirits. Like, he's the only one who can give the spirits a chance to actually live a life instead of being destroyed or instead of being forced to bite. Instead of being forced to being used as weapons or being forced to be killed, he has the ability to give them a life, to give them a chance to live. Huh?
0: I like it. I like it. Hotshot.
1: It is actually, if it's not on my top, actually no, yeah, it is in my top three animes of all time that I've seen.
0: Oh, I think I think it's, it's I, I'll have to give it a watch at some point.
1: You you on you honestly will because I got it. Uh, we started watching it just once on a whim. And we instantly fell in love. i more than church, but we both fell in love. Right on,
0: right on. I mean, honestly, that's all I had to add. Is there any final points you want to talk about the Shida? Honestly, no,
1: because unfortunately where the series had left off, it left off on like where it can be continued. But I don't know if it will be. So I don't really have anything else to all say right, on I'm it. I'm
0: going to go to my final pick. Still within the, the Shonen shadow. It's okay. Uh, this is an anime you know, but you haven't watched. Uh, I am picking from Yu Yu Hakusho, Kazuma Kuwabara, and uh, You're no, on your I know, own. I know, I know. This is very much. I knew I knew going to it that I'd be on my own, but uh, I I will still ask for your your thoughts after what I've described here. No, yeah, I got it. Right. So you. I absolutely love Kuwabara. Um, he is such a delinquent and such an idiot at the beginning of the anime. But what he shapes into through all of the adventures in Yu Yu Hakusho is something... is It's a beautiful story. Um, one thing I have to give him credit for is being loyal. He basically... Yusuke Yurmeshi, the main character of Yu Yu Hakusho and him are always fighting. Always fighting. They're, all, they're, they're the big... The top two school bullies or knuckleheads, whatever. They're always fighting and Yusuke always beats him up. And Kuwabara very quickly... He, he takes a liking to Yusuke just because like um <laughs> like he's the only one that he he can't beat so one day I'll beat you Yusuke and they form a friendship throughout the anime and he's heroic in the sense that he he has this never say die attitude and he really wants to be loyal to his friends and support them in whatever uh the story calls for and he will put himself uh before anyone he will put himself before anyone else like he's persistent, he's stubborn, but he wants to do well and he wants to prove to his friends that he just is there for them and he has this very honest nature. I just loved, 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 loved him as a character. He he just checked all the boxes as a hero. Superhero character. His abilities, he basically has this spirit sword where Uh, It's like an almost like an electric sword and with his spiritual energy and he can like slice uh, He can slice within the spirit world and it's really cool So I really liked his uh, his technique like a spirit sword. uh, He can deflect with it uh, Just like really cool technique. So yeah, that's a bar for you.
1: All right. I mean, I like the sword. (laughs) Is that all you like? (laughs) I mean, it does sound like he. It does sound like he's more. He is a hero aspect. It does sound like he does deserve to be on the list. But if I'm being completely honest, when it comes to Yu Yu Hakusho, show, the only character that I know. Literally anything about even to get like a background gas for anything on that is Yusuke. So when we whenever we talk about new characters, I I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, of course,
0: but like the like his his personality, the way I describe that is that heroic to you. What do you think?
1: Um, it's kind of like ex- explain explain one more uh, like an actual heroic feat that he has an done. actual
0: hero. Okay, example. Uh. End of tur- uh, of the uh, uh, of the spirit tournament, the 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 the, the main tournament arc of uh, of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, and uh, the main the Yusuke is trying to fight against Toguro, the the big bad guy of this arc, and uh, Toguro just wants Yusuke to go to his fullest, but Yusuke refuses to. He just something's blocking him. <coughs> Sorry, I coughed. Uh, and so what happens there is that uh, Toguro's like, well, I'm going to just going to fight someone else, and Kuwabara steps up to the playing field, and Right, right away, Toguro kills Kuabara, and Kuabara, you know, he was there and he tried his best. Just because he saw Yusuke couldn't do it, and that bursts like this energy within Yusuke, and Yusuke like goes on to defeat Ku- to to defeat uh, Toguro. and no one else went to step up to like sacrifice themselves, like. Literally, like two minutes later, you see Koopa is actually fine at the end, but he was there and he was willing to put himself in the line of fire in order to win, because they really had to defeat Taguro. That's an example.
1: So he pulls on the same feats as say Krillin
0: or uh, Ryder. Well, why do you say that? Actually, I'm
1: the fact that like even when it comes to self sacrifice, or even when it just comes to we're not going to win unless uh, we're not going to win unless there's a breaking point, or unless there's a push. And Ryder always threw himself in. Krillin threw himself in for Goku. This guy sounds like he does the same thing for a uh, youth right, I don't know. Like,
0: I, I definitely see it with Ryder, but like with with Krillin. Krillin was just kind of there. Like he didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, you're right. It's just uh, no, yeah, you're right. I got, I got no. uh,
0: no For it, (laughs) Grillin was just kind of present.
1: (laughs) Grillin's just there. He just happens to be in the current vicinity on which things are happening. He learns from the Shadow Hotshot. He really does, though. (laughs) And that shadow has spiky ass hair. All
0: right. So that's all I had on Kuwabara. Let's, uh, anything else, Hotshot? Nah, I got nothing. So let's go ahead and all wrap right. this My up. My picks for the were day. Captain Irwin, Krillin, Mirai, Sarutobi, Kuwabara, and Meliodas. What were your picks, Hotshot? My picks were Ayame,
1: Hiro, Shido, Kiyoshi. <laughs> I just damn near forgot his name again. And Hero. Duck. I said yeah. Hero.
0: I said Hero already. Shido, yeah.
1: Kiyoshi, Ayame. Moomin Rider and Hero. Moomin Rider. Rider. Rider, Rider, Rider. That was the one I forgot. The simplest one. See, he's so far in the background, he's even in my background. So, final thoughts on everything, Hotshot? I think we picked nothing but heroes. I mean, obviously, there was one on each of our lists, actually, now that I think about it, that we, the other couldn't really get into. But like we said at the beginning of this, hero isn't exactly a definite term when you get down to it. Fair
0: enough. Which is the one for me that you couldn't get into?
1: The one that we just went over for
0: Hotshot. Really? No, I disagree. He's a hero. He's a, no, 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 no.
1: No, Hot shot. Hey, I, 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 hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just not one that I got into, like you with yeah, but Ayame. You, you think he's a hero, right, or not? Are you gonna say
0: is a hero? I, I see how she can be heroic. But seriously, being like standing up to something, that's it. There's nothing else that, from what I understand, I don't see that as being like a super mega hero. No, Kurobara goes through all the, the wheels of motion with Yusuke Rameshi. He's there every step of the freaking way. And so if Yusuke is a hero, Kuwabara is damn sure a hero. Potato. Nah, pie. man. Come on. Come on, Hotshot. You're better than that. Potatoes, tomatoes. Is that all you got? Tomato tomato? Are you
1: just like, is that your way of like giving up the argument? I say you have your view, I say I have yeah, my but view.
0: But your view's clearly wrong! <laughs> alright, let's go ahead and get <laughs> out of so here. He soul doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Alright, alright. <laughs> Uh, so my final thoughts on everything. Uh, no, I understand where Hotshot is coming from. I was just teasing him on the, uh, on that last point. Uh, obviously, I think it's important to like denote here. These are personal picks. What we see as heroes. What I see as a hero is different from what Hot Hotshot sees as a hero. But it's fun to like congregate and talk about it to see where we have differences and where we agree and disagree. Um, I think that uh, Going for the popular ones, like Goku and Vegeta and Naruto, like, those are such obvious picks that I really wanted to go in the background more and dig through characters. I know Meliodas was the exception to the rule, but every rule has its its exception. So, Hotshot, where can people find you on the internet? You have a new PC. Are you uploading in July? Are you uploading in July? I'm done
1: promising when I'm gonna upload because it's always whenever I make a promise I'm gonna upload. I don't end up uploading. No, so you're not uploading. I'm not gonna say that either. I am gonna say I'm working on uploading. I'm not gonna say I'm done. I'm really a
0: compilation <laughs> of now, every time. But, you but, but
1: but 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 but. But now that I actually have a setup, now that I actually have what I can use to actually get something out, now I can actually put forth effort into getting something out. Hot shot, it's become such a meme. <laughs> like, when are you uploading? Some. When are you uploading? Some point. And <laughs> that's it. That's it. I just want that to be assured now. <laughs> All right, uh... Anything else you want to plug? Uh, you guys can go ahead and find me here on Giant Music, and you can also find me hopefully some point soon my channel. You guys on uh, Hotshot Ginger, and you guys can find me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger. All right, but usually I'm just here. This is almost my fiftieth episode. I think it is. I'm... It may actually be my like the fiftieth one I've appeared on. I don't know. No, I, I mean, could be wrong. We're... Close, close enough. I've been here for a while. I gave
0: this series oh, life. More than life, Hotshot. Hotshot, this podcast, seriously, would not be the same without you. And I really, truly mean that. I appreciate like, that. Thank you. No Hotshot, just like, no anime podcasters, in my opinion. That's how I feel about it. So. So if I just bounce, it's I'll, canceled? Like, it, yeah, almost, yeah. I'll keep that oh, in mind. Oh, look at you with the power. <laughs> <laughs> how heroic of you to stay here. I'm such a No, dick. I love it, I love it. Go ahead and plug your. Before yourself. I do that, I'm plugging the majestical gopro kill hacha do you want do you want to plug Gopro yeah I can plug
1: I can, I can plug Go You guys can go ahead and find all of our artwork done by GoPro Kyo. Uh, He is on that same handle on Twitter as well as, I believe, Tumblr. If you guys search for him, he is accepting commissions. He is extremely cheap. He is extremely good at what he does. And he pours passion into every single piece that he does do. So please go ahead and search him. Find him. Tell him where he sent you. Maybe he'll give him a discount. I don't know. I don't know what he does. (laughs) But he is a really good friend of ours. He's a longtime friend of mine. And he does do damn good work, honestly. And I don't tell him that enough.
0: Use code Hotshot is leaving Anime Podcasters for fifty percent off your next GoPro qr
1: As long as you use the tag GoPro Hotshot.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> and for myself and Anime Podcasters, you can find the podcast on the Apple Podcasts app, on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. And obviously, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Giant Music. For myself, my Twitter is at Giant Music. And if you just want to see what I am all about, all the uh, music I do, all the projects, Giant Music.com, my website. You can hire me for freelance services. I do music, composition, beat making, sound design, just all this stuff I can uh, do for your project if you need any sort of music and audio services. All right. That is going to be everything. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anime Podcasters. Make sure to leave us a review. And next, next episode is 60. And and we have something very special planned for 60. Hotshot, what are we doing for episode 60? Come on, do we want to tell him or do we want to keep I this re- one a surprise? It's uh, a big thing. I, 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 we've, I've literally done it before, though.
1: Well, fuck you. What? All right, next episode, we're doing a clip show based on the favorite moments of... The former hosts of Anime Podcasters reacting to our favorite moments of the podcast. Exactly.
0: Uh, former host being uh, Gopo kyo. I've uh, reached out to Yuki, but uh, she's not going to be able to come on, unfortunately. But obviously, these things happen. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a clip show. It's going to be really fun. And I just can't wait. Like, there's some funny clips I've been listening to that I just cannot wait to see. I'll be like, oh, my God, did I actually do that? It's, it's so great. It's so great. Most of the
1: ones that we're going to react to, I feel like, are going to be me, oh, yeah, though. Also, guys, just uh, just a last minute reminder, remember, next week there will be no uploads on Giant Music since Giant is going to be gone. So just throwing that out there. There will not be an upload next no week. No uploads next week. Sorry about that. I'm gonna be going to uh, I'm going camping. I actually forgot where you were going until you yeah, just said. Like,
0: that. I'm gonna be as far away from social media as possible. Like no phone, nothing. Like if you wanna like send me a message or pigeon, best of luck. <laughs> just grab an owl and just help to God in knows where. You're yeah, going. exactly. All right, enough talking. Bye guys. Bye.